You are listening to the following Sunday School lesson through the Newfound Faith website. Visit our site for more lessons like this one and for sermons and Bible studies as well. I also ask that you become a follower to the site by signing up with your email address under the subscribe tab. Don't miss a sermon, Sunday school lesson, Bible study, or any announcements. Subscribe today. You can follow along with the commentary of this lesson at newfoundfaith.org. There, you will be able to dive even deeper into this lesson with more details and see all of the scripture references. This week's Sunday School lesson, lesson number three in the summer quarter, Asaph's Lament. This week's lesson is being taught from the 73rd Psalm, starting at the first verse and going through the third verse, skipping to the 12th and the 13th verse, skipping to the 16th through the 18th verse, skipping to the 21st through the 26th verse. Be sure you take a moment to read today's passage of scripture before continuing to listen to this lesson. Pause the audio now. Unpause the audio once you have finished reading. Our lesson this week is going to be the third lesson in the quarter, the third lesson of the month, the unit of lessons, again, that has been titled faithful to serve. Over the past couple of weeks, we have taken a look at the call of Samuel and Isaiah's commission, which essentially is another call. Isaiah was being authorized for the task that God had at hand. And something that, as we discussed this at church over the past couple of weeks, something that uh, was brought up was how uh, some, when, when the Lord calls, they will answer while others, when the Lord calls will either try to ignore God's call, or they would try to run away from the call of God. There is for a lot of those who have been called by God, uh, there is this idea in their head that they can't do the things that they want to do. And so there's a bit of regret. It would seem uh, in their service of the Lord. Um, for those who begin to believe in God, uh, there are moments in times where we find that they have the same issue uh, that Asaph have. Asaph uh, was another psalmist, like David was a psalmist. Uh, Asaph was a, a, a musician who was a man of faith. Okay, He was faithfully believed in the Lord. He trusted in the Lord, as we will see here uh, in our lesson, but we'll find here in our lesson this week uh, that he had a, a severe struggle. And again, I believe that this is a struggle that that all of us, I believe, at some point in time in our walk of faith, I believe that this is a struggle that all of us have. Uh, he struggled with the, the the feeling of envy, of jealousy, if you will, and even of regret. So uh, we're going to take a look at this because, again, we 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 know that we are faithful to serve. But as you often hear me say, uh, the walk of faith is not one that is an easy one. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, you as a believer are. If you if you are new to the faith, there are going to be a lot of things that you go through. 
and even us who I would say are elders of the faith. We've, we've been in the faith. We've been in this walk of faith for a very long time. Uh, envy, jealousy, uh, regret is something that, you know, often pops up and it is something that uh, we deal with. And it's something that we have to learn how to deal with better uh, because we don't want to fall down that rabbit hole. We don't want to fall down that path of of envy and of jealousy and of regret. OK, we know that that's something that that works against our faith. And again, that's this is all stuff that we are going to see here in our lesson for this week. We do jump around quite a bit in our lesson this week, but this all fixed to get uh, fixed uh, together. And this is a nice, compact lesson that we are going to have here uh, this week. Our lesson, it opens up today uh, with Asaph saying there in the first the first verse, it says, truly, God is good to Israel to such as are pure in heart. So he's saying there, okay, that again, God is good. And he says specifically there uh, to Israel. Now, Israel, we know again, they are God's chosen people. Okay, God gave them, he gave them the law. He gave to them uh, prophets as well. Okay, um, he, he, Israel were, were the Lord's chosen people. But I do want to point out here that Asaph also states there so that nobody's just simply thinking of of Israel here in this verse. He says that God is good to Israel to such as are pure in heart. So this will bring up uh, the idea of, well, who who is uh, pure in heart? Now, I, w- I would tell you that that by ourselves, nobody is pure in heart. The only way. Uh, that you and I can can be pure in heart is through our faith in in, in the Lord. OK, we we again, as we, we saw in our Sunday school lesson last week, dealing with Isaiah, when when the live coals was, was touched to his mouth uh, in, in that vision, Isaiah had to be sanctified. OK, that's that's the only way that that the Lord uh, can use anyone is if they are sanctified. You and I, uh, we we are sanctified by the shed blood of Jesus. That's the only way the only way that you and I can 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 be pure in heart, if you will. okay, or at least set aside from those that are sinners is through our faith in Jesus Christ. Through our faith in Jesus Christ, we are again sanctified. We we find mercy and forgiveness in God's eyes of our sins. In other words, we are justified sinners. We, through our faith in the Lord, we love the Lord, don't we? And the Lord loves us in return. And in other words, we, we find ourselves being in fellowship uh, with the Lord. And so we see here uh, that the Asaph is touching on that thought that God is good to those who are chosen to him, those who who love him and who he loves in return. This isn't a verse that that's just specifically speaking of, of Israel. But it is speaking of all of those who are in fellowship with the Lord. Okay, God loves them. Not only does does God love us, he is faithful to us because we have chosen to love him and that he loves us in return. Uh, In the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses, he said to the, the children of Israel, he said, know that the Lord, your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. That's from the seventh chapter of Deuteronomy, the ninth verse. 
Okay, God, God is faithful, and we can. We, that, that's what we should consider Asaph saying here: the Lord is faithful. And and the goal for us as as believers, as the children of God, His chosen ones, we we are chosen by the Lord as well. We know that we are chosen by the Lord as well because He chose us when He gave the world His only begotten Son. Okay. Now, for us as believers, we again know that God is faithful to us. But the question for us today will be, are we faithful in return to him? We are in fellowship with the Lord. He is being faithful to us. Are we being faithful to him in return? Now, again, we'll see Asaph speak of a struggle that he had. Okay, and 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 in his his struggle, he realized that the Lord was being faithful to him, but that he was not being as faithful as he should have been to the Lord. We're told here in the second verse of this psalm says, but as for me, that's again, Asaph speaking, he says, as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. Okay, so he's talking about he's talking about a time where where he nearly fell, where he nearly fell down uh, into sin. Okay. Now the question will be, well, what caused him to to nearly slip? What caused him to nearly stumble? What caused him to nearly fall into sin? He says that in the third verse, he says, for I was envious. So envy is the answer here. He says, I was envious of the boastful. Okay. Now look who he's being envious of. He says, I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So here Asaph is as one who believes in the Lord. God blesses him. Okay, God, God guides him, as I've been saying in recent weeks. God shields and protects him and the Lord supply his every need, just as he does for all of us who are of faith today. Right. God does so many things for us that. We can't even number the things that the Lord does for us. Yet many of us are like Asaph. We look at the wicked ones. We look, we look at the boastful ones. The boastful ones uh, spoken of in, in this verse again are those who are wicked. So the sinner is who, who, who Asaph was, was envious of here in this verse. And he was looking at them and he was envious of them. The same way that many of us, we look at those who we believe are wicked. Okay, we believe that they are sinners in our eyes. We look at them and we are envious of them. We 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 are jealous of them. Okay. Now now the question will be, well, what was Asaph envious of with with, with those who were wicked? Why would any believer be envious of one who lives in sin who as i said in my sermon last week who lives in the midst of wickedness why why would anyone be envious of them well here's the point where we skip down to the next couple of verses here in our lesson this week we skip down from the first and the third verse down to the 12th and the 13th verse and at the 12th and the 13th verse we're going to see uh why it was that asaph uh looked at the wicked looked at the boastful and why it was that he envied them. We're told there in the 12th verse, it says, behold, these are the ungodly. Again, he's making it clear who it is that he was envious of when he spoke of the boastful and when he spoke of the wicked. 
He said again that, that these are the ungodly. These are sinners. These are, are those who live in sin and they rejoice in their living in sin. And he said here of those who, who are ungodly, those who are wicked, he says they are always at ease. Said that he was envious of the fact that they're always at ease. It seems like they don't have struggles. It seems like they don't have troubles. And, 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 I'm, and I'm envious of them is what Asaph said there. He didn't stop there. We'll see him say there at the end of that verse, he says they increase in riches. They, they continue to, to prosper. OK, that they continue to gain and gain and gain. Now, if you are being truthful to yourself. There are many of us. And I would dare say that all of us who are of faith at one point in time in our life, and maybe even still today, we looked over at what the wicked ones had and we envied what they had. You see, again, the walk of faith for the believer is one that is so trying. It is one that 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 test your faith so much that you have days when you look over to those who are not of faith and you will look at them and say, man, they seem so happy. They don't have, it seems any stress. They don't have any troubles. They don't have any burdens. You, you, you think on to yourself and you say, man, you know, I, I go through so much. I have so, so many troubles. I, I have so many, many burdens, I have so many afflictions. You again, look over at them and say, well, here I am. I'm, I'm sad and, and I'm hurting my soul. But these folks over there, they they're always smiling and they're always happy. Not only are they always smiling and they are always happy. Look at the car that they are driving. They're driving a nice, fancy car. And look at me. I'm I'm driving a car that's that's nearly 15 years old. <laughs> you you'll look over and you say, man, look at the the nice house that they are living in. And then you'll turn around, you, you look at your house, and you'll say, man, my yard doesn't look all that good. The paint on my house is is faded. It, it needs to be painted, but I can't even do that. You know, you begin to to look at all what the wicked has. And again, I'm very familiar with this. Okay. Because again, at one point in, in, in my life, I looked over at the wicked ones and I said, man, you know, they, they seem to be better off than I am. And again, I'm not the only one that has done that. I've spoken to, to many believers. Okay. Who, who have helped, who have felt, uh, that way. They, they look over at what someone else have and they say, man, I, you know, I wish I had that. I, I've speaking, I've spoken to so many people, especially. Uh, when it comes to to finding love, who are envious of those who who are able to find love when they are seemingly unable to find love. OK, uh, it, it, it's the same when it comes to to careers and and to the job that one may have. I've spoken to so many people, uh, especially in recent years, who who look over and they envy. Uh, others being in their career fields or, or having a nice job where whereas they are stuck, they are stuck in the mud, it seems. And and being able to find that that nice job or being able to land a position in their career field. And these things, again, you know, just what I've mentioned here, and, and I'm pretty sure there's so much more we could get bought down in our Sunday school lesson. But there's so much more out there that that 
causes the believer to think less of themselves and think more of the wicked one. And that's what Asaph was doing here. Okay. Again, we, we've seen what he said there from the first through the third verse. And here in the 12th verse, he says, uh, again, he says, behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They, they always seem to be happy and not seem to be uh, miserable. Says they increase in riches while I sit here and and I don't have anything is what they what, what Asaph was saying there. And again, many of us, we do that. We look over there and we say, oh, man, those guys are are just continuing to prosper in, in riches while we sit here stuck in the mud, barely can can pay our bills, barely can can put food on the table. We have so much struggle, yet those guys over there, uh, they, they don't believe at all. And, and yet here they are. They they don't seem to be struggling at all is what we say there. And, and again, we'll see Asaph touch on that very thought there in the 13th verse where he says, surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. So again, there is speaking of his faith. He's speaking to the point of, well, here I am as a believer. I have cleansed my heart, yet I don't have anything. I, I, I believe in the Lord, and yet I don't have any nice things. It's essentially what Asaph is saying there. He said that he that he believed that he cleansed his heart in vain. And again, I tell you, there are many believers who who think along these very same lines. They they go, well, here I am. I believe in you, Lord, but man, what have you done for me? I, I'm sitting here struggling. Why why am I struggling? Is what they'll begin to ask. And again, they'll look over there at the wicked one who doesn't believe at all. And they'll go, man, that, that guy doesn't believe in you. And yet, man, look at the car that they're driving. Look at the house they live in. Oh, look at the wife or the husband that that, that one has. Look at the nice family that they have. And here I am. I, I don't have anyone. You know, that's that. Th this is, uh, again, thoughts that that many believers out there have. OK, uh, and, and, and Asaph is just simply uh, being honest about. Uh, the thoughts that he had, okay, that he's being honest here about the fact that uh, he was envious of, of the wicked ones, okay? And and I tell you that uh, this is very, very dangerous for the believer to to be envious of, of anyone, especially those who are of no faith. It, it, is, it is very dangerous because what it shows here to be envious of anyone, and again, the wicked ones as well, I'll throw in there. But I believe that uh, there are a lot of times where we're not only envious of the wicked ones, but we are envious of those who are like us, who are of faith, where we begin to wonder why they have and we have not, is what we say. But the fact of the matter is that uh, saying that you have not would be a lie. God pours out his love. He pours out his blessings on all of his children. And so when we are envious of another, what we are actually doing, whether you realize it or not, is you're not being appreciative and you're not being grateful of all that God has given to you. You see, I believe that the Lord supplies our every need, not our wants, but our needs. So those bills that I mentioned. You know, they end up being paid, whether, whether whether you realize it or not. You know, we think that we're struggling, but 
but those bills they they end up being paid you know uh we we complain about our car and and again you know some of us have had a car for for a decade but guess what you've had a working car for a decade and, and and again that's that's not something that you should take lightly okay uh, you know, we, 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 we complain and we complain and complain and, and we end up being ungrateful. We, we, we aren't appreciative of what God has done for us when, when we complain and when we are envious of what another one has something that, that we should remember, uh, is that the Lord's blessings, the, the gifts that he pour out onto us, they are uniquely crafted for us. So what God has given to you, whether you realize it or not, it is a special, it is special. The gifts that God has given to you, they are special gifts and, and you should not take those gifts lightly. Okay. You, you should never be envious of what another one has because God has given the gifts to them that he has uh, crafted for them, especially all of us who are of faith. Okay. Uh, it kind of remind me of the parable of the talents. Some get a, 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 a certain amount of talents, that's money, and, and others uh, don't, okay? That's specifically speaking in, in that parable. Talents were were representative of, of blessings, okay? Uh, some some of us, we, we have, again, special blessings that are that are given to us for the purpose of, of using them, okay? Uh, others of us, we don't get those blessings. We get different blessings for, for, for God, from God for us to use. And, and we should be thankful of that. Okay. That's how we, that's how we have to approach that. Okay. And, and again, some of us, many of us, we struggle with that uh, because we are like that kid at Christmas who, who gets a toy and he looks over at his brother or his sister and they get a, a different kind of toy. And, and they think to themselves, man, I want that toy. I don't want this toy. I want that toy. I want that toy more. You know, uh, we, we have to to break away from from that train of thought. We have to learn how to be appreciative of what God does for us and what the Lord supplies us with. So there in the 16th, the 17th and the 18th verse, we see that Asaph gave thought to to his envying of, of those that were around him. He said there in the 16th verse, it says, when I thought how to understand this, it was painful for me. He he wanted to understand why it was that that others were, were getting things that he weren't wasn't getting. And he was trying to understand his his envy. Uh, why? You know, he's trying to figure out he's trying to understand uh, why was he envious of, of those that were getting things that he were not was not getting. Uh, he was trying to understand again. Uh, why God was 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 blessing, it seemed in his mind, uh, the wicked more than he was blessing one who was pure in heart, one who who uh, believed in him. He was trying to understand why. And again, this is something that a lot of us deal with today. We we, we again, we believe in our minds that that God uh, is blessing one who is wicked more than he is blessing us who actually have. Uh, committed our life to him and we have professed our faith we believe in him he he's, he says there uh that it was painful for him it was painful for him to understand okay uh, does this mean that it was difficult for him to understand i don't believe so i well I, let me tell you that back. i do believe that it was difficult for him but it wasn't overly uh difficult for him uh the the 
when he learned, okay, when he learned uh, what was really going on, uh, that was the part that was was painful for him. He says there in, in the 17th verse, he says, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood therein, the there there being the, those who are boastful, the, the ungodly ones, the wicked ones. Because again, his thoughts of them was that uh, they were always at ease and they were always uh, increasing in, in their riches. He thought that they were blessed when in actuality, they weren't as blessed as he believed that they were. So this is the part, again, that was, was I believe, painful for him. It was painful for him to, to understand uh, why those who were wicked were, seem, were seemingly so blessed. But I believe that it was also painful for him when he came to the realization of what was going on in actuality. Okay, He says that he had to go into the sanctuary of God. And when he went there, uh, he, he understood therein. Okay. So he, he went to the temple. Uh, for us today, I believe that uh, meditation, we, we should meditate uh, in the days when we feel like we are envious or when we are jealous of others. Okay, You are a temple. You, know, you don't have to necessarily go to a physical sanctuary to get an answer. Uh, you can meditate. You can pray on these things to yourself. And the answer, I believe, will be uh, revealed to you. It says there in uh, the again uh, there in the 17th verse, it says that uh, he understood therein. He understood the end of the wicked ones. It says there in the 18th verse, it says, surely you sent them. You set them, I should say. You set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. What, what I believe he began to understand there is the, the truth of their riches. Yes, it seems like they are at ease and that they are calm. And yes, it seems like they are increasing in their riches. But again, uh, they are not happy in their soul. If you look at those who live for the riches of, the, of this world, uh, their happiness, you will truly see it is simply temporary. It is as temporary uh, as it gets. They can. There are so many people out there who, who go about and they are gaining and gaining wealth. But they aren't happy. They aren't truly happy uh, in, in their soul. Yes, they can go out and uh, with their great wealth, it seems like they can do whatever it is that they want to do. But you find that they have to keep doing these things over and over and over and over again. And it shows you that uh, they aren't happy uh, in their soul. They aren't happy in their spirit. They're just they're trying to find something in the world to make them happy in their soul and they can't find it. And, 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 and I tell you, that's one of the worst. That's the worst thing that you can feel in your soul. Their soul is essentially craving something that they can't find. So they aren't at ease as, as Asaph thought that they were. Asaph believed that they were at ease. They aren't at ease. They're constantly in search of happiness and, and yet they can't find uh, that happiness. So who's the one that is better off? The one that can't find happiness in the soul or the one who has found happiness in their soul through the Lord. I would suggest to you today that the one who finds happiness in their soul through God is the one who is better off, the one who is, is far more blessed. No, you may not have uh, worldly riches. You may not have that uh, worldly wealth. Okay, you may, you may think that uh, they are at ease in their soul, 
but you are actually the one who is truly at ease in your soul. Okay, and you have to again. This this is something that we actually have to come to the realization of. Uh, we can't be uh, happy or at ease in our soul when we are envious of of what others have. We can't be happy in our soul. We have to let go of that envy. And this is something that scripture uh, tells us time and time again, that we have to let go of envy and that we have to let go of jealousy, because if we don't let those things go, we aren't any different from the one who is of no faith. OK, and we're always going to end up being stressed out in, in our soul. We're going to always end up being stressed out in our soul because, again, uh, we aren't happy about what it is that God has blessed us with. The reason why the Lord blesses us with those unique and special gifts is so that we can be content, so that we can be happy in our soul. In other words, so that we can be blessed. And see, the struggle that many believers have today is that they don't they they don't realize uh, that God has blessed them. OK, uh, there are many believers who who get into the faith. Uh, because they believe that as soon as they become a believer, that everything will be easy for them. Uh, they believe that riches will come their way. Uh, they, they, they have a mindset uh, that reminds me of Simon, the, 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 the magician. Okay. As recorded uh, in scripture in the book of Acts, uh, this man, he was looking at uh, Philip who was baptizing or, or, or who was, who's, uh, Converting those who are lost in, in sin, he was converting them over to uh, believing in the Lord. And, and these uh, people, uh, they they ended up meeting Peter and, and John and the Holy Spirit uh, was brought upon them. And so Simon, he he saw Philip and, and he saw Philip and he believed that Philip had this amazing power in which Philip did have through the Holy Spirit. And and, and Simon believed that uh you know, he wanted that power as well. And he believed that all it would take is for uh, the disciples to, to lay their hands on him, for him to be endued with the Holy Spirit. And and in, in, in this, he, he would have an extraordinary power, OK, uh, to do things as he was used to doing as a, a magician there, if you will. And, you know, the disciples, they had to teach him otherwise. He had to be told otherwise. It's not what he. Uh, thought it was. There are many people who walk into the faith who who believe that if they announce that they believe in God, that suddenly, suddenly, uh, great wealth will fall into their laps. Little do they know. We we don't believe in God for that reason. You don't come. You don't have faith in the Lord uh, with the idea in mind that you are going to all of a sudden be rich. Doesn't work that way. OK, uh, we, we believe in the Lord, not for worldly riches. We believe in the Lord for spiritual riches. We, we believe uh, in the Lord because we know that God makes us happy in our soul. And again, that's not through worldly riches. OK, it's not through worldly riches. And that's something that we have to to come to the realization of. And, and this is, again, something that. Uh, we find that Asaph had to come to the realization of himself again there in that 18 verse. Uh, Asaph said that you set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. Yes, the, the riches of the, this world may be nice, but the riches of this world again are temporary, as you have heard me say before in the past. And that's something that Asaph again had to come to realize uh, 
those who he was envious of, uh, he was envious of, of their their happiness, but their happiness is only temporary. Why should he uh, be happy of, of someone whose happiness is only temporary uh, when his happiness would be eternal? And again, this is something that uh, that he had to come to the realization of. OK. And so we see him say there in the 21st verse, it said, thus my heart was grieved and and I was vexed in my mind. His heart was grieved uh, because he was making the tragic mistake of being envious of one who he should not be envious of. The believer ought not be envious of anyone, especially one who is wicked. We should never be envious of anyone. When he realized when, 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 when it was revealed to him. OK, that uh, the truth in his being envious of the wicked ones, he says that his heart was grieved. Again, he was he was troubled. He he was he was sad. He was disappointed in himself. He says that he was vexed uh, in his mind. He was vexed in his soul. The 22nd verse says there, uh, Asaph said, I was so foolish and, and ignorant. I was like a beast before you, the you there being God. You know, we we love our pets, we love our animals, right? But they don't have the the intellect of, of us, and that's essentially what Asaph says there. He's saying that he was ignorant, says that he was foolish. He was foolish and ignorant of of all that God had done for him. Saying there that he was foolish and ignorant because he didn't realize uh, that he was blessed. And again, many of us as believers, we feel this way today. OK, we, we feel that we aren't blessed when in actuality, in truth, you are blessed. And this is something, again, that I have discussed with with so many people. It is so hard to to get believers to realize that they are actually blessed. And the reason why it's so hard uh, to get believers to uh, to realize this is because they are too hung up on the world. They are too hung up on on what the world has said uh, it is to be blessed as opposed to what God has said it is to be blessed. We, we, we cannot be hung up on the world like that. And sadly, many of us are, are hung up on, on the world. There are so many who, who live by the logic of the world, who, are, who live their days being envious of, of what others have. They live their days in, in jealousy. And what ends up happening is that uh, they end up and they go out and they try to gain all that they can gain and they'll do so in, in, in ways that, again, are of wickedness. There are so many people who uh, will listen to what a wicked one has said uh, brings them happiness. And they'll try to do those same things only to find out that you know, they aren't as happy as they believe that they would be. So, again, envy is, is, is very dangerous for the believer. Because what it does is, is it again takes us away from the blessings of the Lord. It, it causes us to to not be appreciative of what God has done for us. And what we'll end up doing is we'll get out in front of God and we'll try to get we'll try to get the blessing that we believe uh, is owed to us, as opposed to the unique gifts and blessings uh, that the Lord bestows bestows upon us. OK, I would much rather have the blessings that God gives to me uh, compared to the blessings that I have to go out into the world and 
and feel like I got to grind and hustle for as the world often tells me to do. Does that mean that I, I don't grind and hustle in my walk of faith for the Lord? Yeah, sure. I, I, you, you have to put faith in, into action. Yes. But again, I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. And, and I know where the Holy Spirit leads me. There's going to be happiness there as opposed to not being led by the Holy Spirit. There's so many people who are out in the world today who aren't led by the Holy Spirit and, and they're trying their best to find that happiness and they'll never find that happiness. And so Asaph again said that I was foolish. He says I was so foolish and I was ignorant. You know, I, I was being dumb. Not being thankful, not realizing all that you have done for me, Lord. Whereas I should have realized what you was doing for me and I should have realized that that you have blessed me, that, that again, you guide me, you shield and you protect me, you supply my every need. That's what Asaph is saying there. And so we'll see him conclude here as we get to the conclusion of our lesson here in the, the 23rd to 24th, the 25th to 26th verse here. He says, nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me. Okay, that's what we see him saying there. You guide me. He says there again, there in the 24th verse, we'll literally see him say, you will guide me with your counsel. And I think this is one of the most, this is truly one of the greatest blessings that we have is that God guides us. I'm telling you in every prayer of mine that I pray, I pray for the Lord to be with me and for him to guide me. There's, I mean, there's, that, that is such a, 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 a great prayer to ask for the Lord to guide you, because when God is guiding you, how can you be led wrongly? No, you can't be led wrong when God is guiding you. So, again, he says, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards, afterward, receive me to glory. And this gets back to the last series of sermons that I preached last month. We, we are on a walk of faith. We are on a journey through life. And yes, there are treasures in this world, but the treasures again of this world, they are temporary. OK, this again reminds me uh, of what what Jesus taught. OK, it reminds me of, of what Jesus taught when, when Jesus said that we should lay up for ourselves treasure in heaven and not the, the treasure that are on, on on this world that are of this world. He said the treasures again of this world, Jesus said, uh, they 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 will be destroyed. They they rust, they go away. Whereas the treasures that are in heaven, they don't rust. They are eternal. So so why should I? Okay, why should I not uh allow him to guide me to those riches? You see, I much rather have those heavenly riches than the riches that are of this world. So uh, this is why you don't find me uh, envying. I, I do my best uh, not to envy what others have. And some people will think they will find that to be cold of me uh, when I say I could not care less about what others have. I, I am happy uh, with what God has done for me in my life. OK, if you if you've gone through the things that that I have gone through, you you would come to. Uh, that same kind of happiness. And I imagine, no, you may have not gone through uh, uh, having to get a kidney transplant. You may have not gone through the years of dialysis that I went through, but I am certain that you've probably had a struggle in your life and that 
the Lord has brought you through those struggles. When God brings us through those struggles, you know, why uh, should we not be appreciative of what God has done for us? And why should we not look for him to continue to guide us and to continue to be with us in our life? Said again there afterward, you know, after his journey was over, uh, Asaph said that the Lord will receive him to glory. And that's the same thing for us. So why should I be envious of one who right now today has treasure, but tomorrow won't have any treasure because the treasure is going to pass away and they're not going to enter into uh, the Lord's heavenly kingdom? You know, why should I be envious of, of that one? Said there in the 25th verse, whom have I in heaven but you? I don't have any, uh, you know, uh, anything else uh, that is of this world. I don't have anything that, that compares to heaven like you. That is eternal. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. There's no, I, I, and, and again, this is a point. This is something that we as believers, we have to come uh, to this realization. You know, we, we look at. Uh, the riches that are of this world, again, you know, going back to the, the fancy cars, the houses and clothes. And, and we say, man, we want, you know, you want those things. But what are those things compared to heaven? They are nothing. They are absolutely nothing. OK, so why should, again, we, we be envious of, of a wicked one, one who uh, may boast in all that they have today, but will not have tomorrow? And there in the last verse of our lesson today, we'll see Asaph say, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. OK, so Asaph's lament here is the fact that uh, he, you know, he slipped in envy, envying what others had, those who were wicked. He lamented that, that he shouldn't have been that way, that he shouldn't have done that. Okay. And, and we see that uh, he, again, he did not live in envy. And again, this is something that we as believers, we have to do. We we can't live in envy because if, again, uh, we live in envy and we live in jealousy, uh, we're never going to grow. Okay. And, and, and we're never going to realize the blessings that, that God has poured out onto us. It's a very dangerous thing. Uh, for the believer to li live in envy because as long as we live in envy we are being drawn away from God okay and again uh, that's the last thing that you one who is in fellowship with the Lord that's the last thing you ought to want for your relationship with God for you to be pulled away uh, by something that is of this world you don't want to cheat on God and that's what envy and that's what jealousy uh, would cause one to do who is in fellowship, who's in a relationship with the Lord. Okay. Again, we ought to be faithful. Okay? We ought to be faithful to the Lord because he is faithful to us. All right. We are faithful to serve. And if we are faithful to serve, let us put away envy. Okay. Let us put away jealousy as scripture often reminds us to do. All right. So that is our lesson for this week. I certainly hope that you enjoyed this lesson and I hope that you will share this lesson with someone somewhere. And again, until next time, let us continue to keep one, each other lifted up in prayer. You never know what anyone is going through. And again, there's so much struggle in our world today. So let us certainly keep each other lifted up in prayer. And again, let us continue about in grace and in love. That is our calling as a child of God. 
to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So until next time, I'll continue to keep all of you lifted up in my prayers. And I'll pray that God continues to keep and to bless all of you. Thank you.